Good morning. How you doing? How you feeling? Coming to you live from Richmond, Virginia, the capital of the Confederacy. This is the morning show on the Labor Network. I'm your host, Tony. This is my co-host, Grumpy Bear. And we are here to connect every day with working people in Virginia and across the internet. We want to help talk to them about ways to make their lives better, to bring in vibrations that create a healthier and wealthier life. We think that getting organized and demanding more from your boss and owners is, I don't know, probably the best way to do that. So we're going to talk about that every day here on the Labor Network, where we're here for working people. Uh, speaking of good vibrations, before we get into anything, you know, we got to go to our little meditation pouch here of crystals. And again, if you're on the radio with us, uh, that's great, but you should really tune in. So if you're on our radio apps, click the little button in the upper left-hand corner of the menu of our app at tln.one. You go to the, the app. And even if you're on the radio, you know, maybe you're at the listen live and you're like this and it's the, it's the radio. Well, you can't see it because of the screen, but uh, the glare, there you go. You can kind of see it. Anyway, you hit the upper left and then you go ahead and hit watch shows. And we're right there, Wednesday, September 13th or... Oh, wait, no, we're the Thursday morning one. It, um, it's down there. <laughs> it's on Wednesday. You see Thursday, September 14, you click, you hit watch, and there, well, there we are. So, hopefully, you can join us. All right. Well, with that, we will move into some news. We know that people like to hear the Richmond local news. Uh, let's see. Let's flop on over to Richmond.com so we can see What's in the news? Yikes. Big ad. Big ad for the Virginia Museum of History and Culture. Well, you know, at least it's for a museum. I guess that's better than nothing. Uh, let's hear offensive line struggles. Derailing Virginia as it heads to Maryland. That's uh, not really important. Let's, you know, I don't care. Uh, it doesn't affect your life, right? Doesn't affect your ability to get the wages you need, the benefits you've earned, the working conditions you deserve to take care of your family. Uh, clearly, until everything, you know, is hunky dory in Virginia. Uh, I don't really know if it's that important to put this on, but whatever, you know, who cares? Former Chesterfield author Jenny Han talks about changes in the summer. I turned pretty. 
I don't know what that is. I think my best friend, she watched that. And I was like, no, I've never been pretty. So I'm not going to watch that. Um, not interested. Thank you. But I would love to be pretty. Guide to Oktoberfest eats? No, don't really care about that. That's not news. That's it. It's entertainment. It's local. I'm sure it would be a fun little thing to do, but... You know, it's important to have culture in a city, but uh, I don't know. It's newsworthy. Week four of high school football. Nope. I mean, again, high school football, great for kids. Athletics are great for children. It, they're great. They're great. I love them for young people. But once they're done college, it's time to grow up and get into the real world. You know, you're not going to be playing for the NFL. Odds are very slim, so... I don't like that narrative we have in America where we tell every kid, especially, I mean, my goodness, it's not like we do this to the white kids. I went to a high school that for its first 130 years of existence or 120 years of existence, we didn't have a football team. We have lacrosse. Kids went to good, decent colleges, and that was that. Uh, we didn't have any lie going around that you're going to make it in the pros. You aren't going to make it in the pros. I'm so sorry. Bad news. It ain't going to happen. Another ad. Uh, Gelati Celesti passes the scoop. I, I hope Gelati Celesti is not the name of a person so much as it's the name of a gelato place. Oh, good. Okay. Well, good. Uh, well, I mean, it's a sweet little local story, but again, you know, when you have this much poverty and bad living and working conditions in this city, I don't think, you know, your news needs to have that. Then this poor gal, they keep being mean to her. She just wanted to have sex and film it. I like that. That's cool. Um, tax relief for owners over 65. Well, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I love old people sometimes, so maybe. Yeah. Power plant. Oh, a power plant. That sounds like a bad idea. The pollution impact of a power plant. If you knew what a power plant did, none of you understand how power is created. It would be great to do that. Get a call in and have a bunch of people that have never studied engineering in their life tell me how power is created. It will be really funny. Yeah, I've been, again, you know, I'll put it this way. They never put the power plants in the wealthy part of town, right? So that's all you need to know. Uh, all right. Well, Richmond.com, disappointing as always. Look, I mean, look at this. Let, let's count. Let's count how many articles we see here. And let's count how many of them seem worthy of our time. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18. I mean, look at all of this. Not one. Not one thing really worth our time. Yeah, terrible. Richmond.com. Good website. Good domain to own. Uh, but junk. Absolute junk. 
And I think that's kind of the point here at the morning show and the labor network in general is that we typically just see junk. And that's why we say, come tune in with us. We'll, we'll show you what's really going on. Deer Valley, an absurd place for white people. I mean, I'm a white girl deep down inside. God gave me a different skin color, but that was, you know, more or less, I guess, for fun and for laughs. But with that said, you know, we, we do, we are lucky. We do get some real news. And luckily, we can flip over to maybe, you know, some of our friends who produce media and content that's worth your time. So, with that said, let's go over and look at this newsletter from our dear friends at Virginia Interfaith. I love sharing their newsletter when we get it because you should all sign up for it. I did not get this book um, and I didn't go to their session. So shame on me because I really, I thought there were some interesting uh, topics in these, these two handouts. Uh, so we might go over them. I love, I love this. So, you know, Kim and VA Interfaith, we've talked about this before. You know, they really do, um, they want you to, you know, they, they really believe, and, and I'm going to read here from their website, as people of faith, we believe that participating in democracy is an opportunity and, 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 well, I think they meant and a responsibility, but that's okay. Um, we've talked about this before, we're going to always talk about it. Um, voting's fine, you know, don't vote for people that you haven't connected with personally, um, don't. Vote for people that haven't gone out of their way to try to earn your vote. Sorry, I'm sniffly still. Don't, but do vote. Even if you abstain, that was our word of the day yesterday, was abstain. So even if you abstain from voting, you should go and register a vote of no vote. That's a real deal. That's a real thing. Uh, I, you know, it, it is a, it is a good point to be educated about, you know, your role in democracy. But your role in democracy, voting is like just a piece of that puzzle, right? Everybody thinks that, uh, you know, they worship the law. We're going to go through your, your House of Delegates and your Senators. Uh, you worship the law. You love the law. You're a lawyer. We get it. Everyone's got their fucking hot legal opinion, which is so great to hear. Uh, the people that write the law, you know, in Virginia, all 140 of them, they don't care what you think. I really, I promise you, they don't care. What a normal person, what a little itty-bitty person like me or you thinks. Um, but, you know, you, you should participate in the voting thing. But that's just the bare minimum. You really, if you really want to be really more involved in democracy, you need to get organized at your workplace and be active in your community. So if you've got kids, you know, we talk about school all the time. Uh, probably the easiest thing to do. I don't know if it's still true, but at one point the Census Bureau had indicated that, like, you know, 80% of adults at some point are going to be parents, and that's a lot. Uh, so we'll get back to the newsletter from Virginia Interfaith. But yes, uh, vote, but feel free not to vote for people if you feel like they haven't earned it. Abstain, but do go vote. So back to that newsletter. Again, great, great org for people of any faith. 
uh, not just for, you know, I'm, I'm an okay Catholic, uh, but I love Judaism. I think about my, you know, Jewish, uh, be belief. And I don't think if you, if you actually understood Jesus, you would understand that he's super Jewish. Um, and you would probably laugh at him a little bit more instead of taking him so seriously. But whether you're, you know, Jewish, Christian, Muslim, uh, Buddhist, Hindu, Confucian, whatever spiritual way brings you to God and the one higher power, lots of different ways to get to God in life. In America, most of us get there through the Jew, uh, the Abrahamic traditions, Judaism. Well, I would say Christianity, but I love Malcolm X's book about, you know, his autobiography. He calls it white Christianity, and I think most people in America, you know, they, they practice white Christianity. Uh, they hear a guy named Jesus who's skinny and white talk about how he doesn't like the gays. Jesus wasn't skinny. Jesus wasn't white. And Jesus definitely hung out with, like, you know, gay people and other marginalized people in, in society. He was not hanging out with the Kim Kardashian of the Roman Empire. I can assure you of that. But no matter your faith tradition, you should definitely come on over Take a look at Virginia Interface Center for Public Policy. Uh, oh, good website here. You know, sometimes you don't know if you've been redistricted where you're supposed to go vote. It's really easy. I love that. Um, VPATH. I've, I've, Kim showed me that, actually. That website. You can do some cool things on there. We'll show that off another time. Um, and a couple of news articles. I'm not going to do ones about the governor. That's, you know, you're going to vote. You know which governor, you you know, is going to help you out and which one isn't. That should be pretty, pretty easy. Um, but I looked at these on poverty. One of them I couldn't read because it was in the New York Times and I don't have the kind of money to be reading the Times. So that ain't going to happen. However, I will share the article they shared uh, from, again, your good friends at Richmond.com, where, you know, is it an ad? Is it a news article? You're never quite sure. Um, however, it was very depressing to hear and, and see, really, child poverty growing. And again, you know, you don't need to know this, right? I mean, you know it already. You know that if you are in a working poor family, that once again, working poor people are always the very last people to get the help that they need and deserve terrible, terrible, terrible. So thank you for sharing that again. Virginia Interfaith, we'll link to them. We link to them in the People We Love section of our notes and on our site at tln.one or however you get to our app at the Labor Network. Although, www.tln.one, easiest way to get there. I put our banner on. Come on, Tone. So, we're going to make sure that we share all of those with you. I am trying to get more organized here. So I do, I do wonder how to best do that. 
Give me just a moment, please. And we're back. I accomplished very little in that time. Shame on me. However, <laughs> it did give me back, it did give me opportunity to get back here and share another site. And I, I know Virginia Interfaith is heavily connected with this program as well. I, I think it's their program, but I don't want to speak for them. And that is here. This is the Virgin, the, the Living Wage Virginia.org, uh, Virginia Living Wage Certified. So, you know, we, it, it, it is a great program where these businesses get certified, right? And we, that is your signal to know that these are businesses that are taking care of their employees in an honest way. And that's really important. So I want to talk about this for a minute uh, while I leave this up. We talk a lot here on the morning show and at the Labor Network, Labor Pains, wherever, about companies that make a lot of money. And it is true. If you work for, you know, a gamble, if, if you're looking at my shirt right now, you're like, Shameen Hotels fired me. Why would they do that? Well, I got fired for organizing hotel workers. However, if you've watched uh, my hotel math video on tln.one or labor.gang, you can go to our videos, right? You've seen our hotel math video. And you know that a portfolio like Shameen, I don't know, would use some publicly available data, they should be making like $300 million a year. It's a lot of money. But guess what? As I mentioned all the time, I work for a small 
uh, a little part uh, part timer. I was a full timer at a wine bar in Clarendon, Virginia. Screw top wine bar. We love screw top wine bar. Go there, get a flight. Uh, tell Wendy or Jenna or Jr. or Elmer or Julie or Meg or whomever you see that Tony says hi. Uh, great folks. Wendy does not make three hundred million dollars a year. Not even close. Wendy has good years, just bad years. Sometimes, you know. She has to take care of the business one from her own dime. That's a true story. She always took care of me. And so there are there are companies, plenty of companies out there who are small businesses, really are legitimate smaller businesses. And, you know, they might not be able to pay their employees. And we talk about that budget that we, we get from Alice and United Way, and we do that all the time on our do the math, not the meth board. And it's really important that... You know, we know that when you're working for a truly small business, mom and pop kind of a thing, and you know who it is. If you work for a small business, you know, and the owner comes in every day and the owner is like, you know, a, a woman and her husband or a husband and his wife or I, that's very common. A mom and a dad, whatever, you know, two dads. I don't give a shit uh, what they look like. But, you know, a small business, if the owner works in your business with you dealing with customers, it's a small business. If the owner is somebody you've never met and they're probably making good money. Uh, probably. So something to think about there. But I think it's important that we distinguish these businesses who don't, you know, they're not Amazon. They're not Shemin Hotels. They're normal mom and pop businesses. Got a loan from the bank, took a risk. That's what we love to see. That's the, that really is the American dream back when that existed. Uh, so let's look at that and look at some of these these businesses that are taking care of their folks. And again, sorry for my sniffles. So I'm going to read here from the livingwagevirginia.org page after I take a sip from my Deer Valley mug. Deer Valley, home of the Vuv Clico Yurt. You should look up Vuv Yurt. I have never seen such egregious spending, and I'm grateful for it. My my one of my best friends brought us bought us two bottles of like two hundred fifty dollar champagne at the Vuv Yurt. Very nice of him. He's a really generous guy. One of the people I mention when we read the Sun every day. He's in there. A living wage. Again, this is from livingwagevirginia.org. A living wage is defined as a wage range that allows workers to pay for basic necessities, such as food and housing, without assistance from others. Living wages are often significantly higher than the minimum wage in any given locality. The Virginia Living Wage Certification Program serves as a lever to raise wage standards as well as encouraging patronage of values-aligned businesses, promoting the positive impact of living wages. I couldn't agree more. You know, these, these living wages are vital. They're vital. So let's look. We live in Richmond. So let's see if anybody in Richmond is meeting uh, that standard. And, and, and I should point out here from the Get Certified page. Do, 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 do.
at least in the Richmond one here on the Richmond page. Um, in order to get gold, you got to be paying 16 or more per hour. And again, that's not always easy for small or smaller businesses, right? That is not always easy to do that. For Neil Amin and Shamin Hotel, yeah, they can easily afford that, sure. Uh, you know, you work for those big companies. So here we've got some some companies that are certified gold. The ACLU, well, that's good. You kind of expect the ACLU. Well, you've got ironclad coffee roasters. We love them. The Jewish Community Federation. I'm sure they're awesome. Legal Aid. I love that. Look at all of these orgs. Planned Parenthood. I'm glad they're taking care of their people. Uh, Virginia Interfaith Center themselves. I'm glad to know. That's good. It would be bad if they didn't certify themselves, right? That would be bad. Sub Rosa. Okay. Well, since Sub Rosa is on there, we might we might have to go support them by buying a croissant from them later. Oh, so sorry for my sniffles. A garden? Oh, we need to go to a garden. Okay, great. And then even at the silver level, uh, some folks here. University of Richmond itself. The city, although we know that the city's going to pay even more now that their workers are getting unionized. Heck yeah. So, again, a great program here. The Living Wage Virginia dot org making sure that these folks are taking care of the people that work for them uh another great page here for their faith statements so this is faith statements about wage justice we love this because you know there's not one faith tradition alive that doesn't talk about our obligation to support the poorest among us, right? I mean, I don't, you know. <laughs> I'm not here doing what I'm doing because I want to do it. I'm here doing because God told me I had to do it. Come on, right? Like, Tony Miller, please, you see these shoes? You think I would have given up that? Neil, Neil paid me fine. He didn't pay me. Yeah, we talk about this all the time. Compared to my buddies, my Cornell buddies, you heard that college engineering, 85, bringing right out of college, I'm a young kid. Um, so definitely not getting paid what I should have been getting paid, seeing that I've got, you know, the, the brain of a school alum, certainly three times the brain of a, of an ag school alum or an ILR, come on, that's a given. Um, so, you know, didn't make any money compared to my buddies who are all smashing it, but, uh, compared to a housekeeper, you know, I was making, I said four or five times what a housekeeper made. So that's true. That's true. But I, you know. Had to give it up. Had to do something decent with my life, right? God told me through a Disney cartoon, you gotta go help people be a union leader. I don't know. Something like that. Uh, the Catholic Church, for example, only because, again, I've, you know, 13 years of good Catholic education, and I tried to do a little Catholic community work when I was uh, an undergraduate as well. So, a statement of the U.S. bishops, all people have the right to economic initiative to produce work to just wages and benefits to decent working conditions, as well as to organize and join unions or other associations. That is a Catholic framework for an economic life, a statement from the U.S. Catholic bishops in 1996. 
and I think you would agree that of all of the religions here listed, the Catholics tend, well, up, you know, it's funny, the Catholics are almost 2,000 years old. I would say that they've existed in their current form, at least since the Council of Nicaea 325, just a little Catholic history for you. So for 1,600 years, the Catholics really did care a lot about poor people, working poor people, the least amongst us, getting people educated. Catholics, you know, Catholic schools have been and continue to be the best form of education, no doubt about that. Um, it wasn't really until, you know, the advent of modern media and some other topics that the Catholics lost their way. So you have to give them credit. For 1,600 years, they really did care a lot about the poor. Uh, only recently did they decide they hate women and gays, and that's, you know, that's a stretch. They don't hate them, but... Uh, I wouldn't say that, that the church goes out of its way to, to be nice to, to, you know, them, but the local level, absolutely might. You know, my parishes, they're always sweet to me. Are you kidding? Yesterday at Mass, Father Jim, he helped me. He gave me, you know, he gave me a little work to do. I got to be a part of Mass. I felt very, I was, ooh, I was very excited. <laughs> uh, and certainly we know that Father Tim at Our Lady Queen of Peace in Arlington, he certainly treats everybody gay, not gay. Black, white, poor people. I think he treats poor people better, better than any other uh, church I've seen. So I love their this this program. I love their website. Speaking of, since I mentioned it, we are going to go back over to their website. Hold tight here. Um, I want to share, since I mentioned their congregations, I wanted to make sure that we shared how you can see who is involved with these folks. I mean, I'm trying to. I'm back here over on the virginiainterfaithcenter.org website where, you know, you really, I know for me, I thought about, I, I went to this website first. I went to Virginia Interfaith Center website first, and I clicked on uh, their congregation. And I wanted to make sure that I was going to be joining a church you know that cared about this stuff um hold tight I'm going to find that list because I know it's here I just you know I'm not
All right. We are back. We we found what we needed to find. Of course, we're going to link to them, too. So, in here, uh, they're congregational partners. I, I use this myself. True story, I was like, you know, I don't want to join. Unfortunately, a lot of Catholic churches these days are not... Yeah, you know, they're not as thoughtful about um, social justice as they used to be. So I went here, and I'm like, you know, where can I find a good church to get involved with? And you can see they've got a great list here of lots of different faith. I say church, but that's not the right word to use. Congregational partners, because it's not just a church. I Come on, you got to give me a little bit of wiggle room here. 13 years Catholic school, I call everything a church. That's, that's just me being lazy. But reach out, and if you don't see your church, reach here to uh, Sheila. She's the faith organizer. Sheila's so cool. I love her. Um, but they will, you know, they'll help point you in the right direction. Great congregations, or, or congregations, yes, congregations. Everybody seems to be cool with that word. Um, to, to really join, because you should. Everybody, everybody needs to be in a congregation. If you are not going weekly to some form of worship or meditation or something like that, to connect with a higher power, uh, you are going to be missing out in life. And you're not going to be a part of any good networks either, so that's bad. So whether you know, they've got Baptist, Catholic, Church of God in Christ, Episcopal, Friends, you know, Quakers, Jewish, Lutheran, Muslim, non-denominational, Presbyterian, um, United Church of Christ, United Methodist, Unitarian Universalist listed here. And again, if you don't see what you're looking for, just email Sheila. She'll help you find somebody. Uh, she'll help you find somewhere to go worship. It's great. And these are folks, all of these folks are partners who care a lot about all of the issues that they raise. So that was my shameless plug for a long time about Virginia Interfaith Center, their newsletter, and what they're doing, because we just love them. They're such great partners. So that's that. But, you know, with that said, uh, we had some some serious stuff there. We made fun of the news. So now it's time to do our word of the day. I know we're a little late, but word of the day. <laughs> Let's head on over to Merriam-Webster. Harbinger. A harbinger is something that foreshadows or gives an early indication of something that will happen in the future. Uh, if you have ever watched Battlestar Galactica, the remake, one of my favorite shows, Ron Moore developed it. Ron Moore also does not, you know, he went to Cornell, but like, like me, doesn't have a full degree. So funny story. But <laughs> one of my favorite lines in Battlestar Galactica, the remake, is uh, it's in one of the Cylons, I think, one of the number twos, I think, or the religious ones, he refers to Kara Thrace as the harbinger of death. And what she was, that's true. She ended up you know, I'm not going to ruin the show. You should watch Battlestar Galactica, the remake. I know it's Dwight Schrute's favorite show, but it's also just really good. So the Harbinger, uh, uh, how are they using it in a sentence? Whether a subtle, no, that's, I don't like that. That's a better, yeah. When the star running back went down with an injury in the team's first game, it turned out to be a Harbinger of a disappointing season. So, Something or someone that kind of, you know, like an omen, kind of, if you will. So something like that. A harbinger. Kara Thracer, the harbinger of death. True story. Hold tight.
Sorry about that. Had to go blow my nose. Uh, you know, as you can tell, I'm very sniffly here. So, uh, with that in mind, you know, it's been, gosh, 37 minutes since we got on the news and did all this stuff. So, it is time to do a segment that I'm going to really enjoy. And it's, um, I don't know what we're going to call it, but uh, we're going to go over to the House of Delegates website. And we are going to talk about who these people are. Because everybody and their mom has a hot opinion about the law. You worship the law. You love the law. Everywhere I go, everyone I meet, whether I'm in, you know, D.C., which makes sense. You kind of expect to hear that shit there. But Richmond, I can be in Corpus Christi. Anywhere I go, someone's got a hot take where they're like, I'll be tell you about the law. No. Again, uh, 140 people write the law in Virginia. Let's see what the population of Virginia is. Hold tight. It's actually, you know, it's a good, it's a good point. We will use this to, um, do our math segment as well. So this is going to be really good. Population of Virginia. 8.642 million. Uh, that's from the census bureau. I just Googled it, so easy let's get the math board ready okay we're gonna do the math not the math gonna do math plus breaking bad breaking bad great show as i've mentioned before one of my fraternity brothers his dad did a lot of work i think you see his dad's name on like 99 out of 10 probably 95 out of 100 episodes uh, you see his name in some form. Uh, did a lot of brilliant cinematography work. Breaking Bad is one of those shows that is violent. You know, people... It's a show about meth dealer. And meth dealer, of course, it's violent. But it's violent without being bloody or gruesome. That takes a lot of effort these days, sadly. Breaking Bad and you know, folks like Mr. Slovis, who did the work on it, they did a great job of producing a beautiful show that was rough, but you didn't need to see blood and gore and guts. And that's what all of you watch on TV and in the movies, you don't watch anything real with taste. It's a true story. So we're going to talk about the law that you worship at the state level. I mean, most of the time when you all talk about the law, I don't know if you skip right over what actually could impact your life, and you go right to the feds, which is really even funny because you really don't understand that. So let's see. We want to know um, how ridiculous it is that you give 140 people in your state power over you. This is a lot of you. So let's think about this. In your head, I want you to think about for every member of the House of Delegates and the Senate, we're going to love them together. Just because, uh, for ease. We want, I want you to think about how many people they represent. So, you know, do you think that for every Senator or House of Delegates member, there's 10,000 people they represent? 100,000? A million? You don't know. You got no clue. And yet, you're like, I don't have to know the law. I 
I've got an opinion on House Bill 325. I think this ought to happen. I think that ought to happen, Bill. Who's Bill? I don't know. You're always yattering to your friends, Bill and Jennifer, about what you know about the law. You don't know anything about the law. Here's what you need to know. People in power decide who wins. People with social, financial, and educational capital influence those people. And that's kind of that. Uh, governments fail safe. You know, can it help people? Yeah, can. Are there good people out there? Yeah, but very rarely. And even if they are, they're very often unable to help. Remember that Alice survey we looked at? We'll look at it again. The federal government thinks that a family of four can make do on 30 grand a year. They're not. Government, stop putting your faith in them. Put your faith in yourself and your ability to organize, form a union, collectively barring with your local boss, and you will get what you want. Not a law. A law will not serve you nearly as well as you think. So, do the math. We know there are 140 legislators, right? 100 House delegates, 40 senators, things that we looked up yesterday. I hope that's right. I think it is. Uh, and we just found out that there's 8.642 million people in Virginia. 8.642 million people in Virginia. Okay. So you would agree, 140 of them for 8.6 million people. Yikes. Yikes. So let's do that math. So for every one person in the legislature you're gonna love this they represent let's do this another let's do it another way let's invert it instead of, of thinking how small they are. Yeah, let's do it the other way. Because really what I wanted to demonstrate is they represent 0 0.0012340s. Four zeros. You know, that's the ratio uh, of the to the population. It's a small number. And it's 0.00162% of the population that they are. Uh, but I think an easier way to understand it would be to flip it upside down. And go, you know what? There's 8.642 million people. And there's only 140 people that represent them. So that means for every one person, Senator or delegate member combined, there's 61,728 folks assigned. You know, is that true by every district? No, we don't type that shit. Doesn't matter. This is where the policy nerds get angry. They go, that is inaccurate. That is not correct. And this district only has this many people. This district has that many people. Who cares? Doesn't matter. 
Um, the point is, is that you expect one person in the in the legislature to represent sixty one thousand people. Sixty one thousand people. You can't think of sixty one people in your life, let alone sixty one thousand. This is, I think, you know, for me, when I say that you all don't know math, and, and I, you know, because you, you can do that, you can maybe do that, but you don't know 61,000 people. What does that even mean? Right? What, what is that, what, what is that number even tell you? So let's think of it like a, stadium capacity uh what is a stadium that we know um let's go here huh that's so funny i'm on the nfl website and thought that would be easy in their normal configurations all of the league's 30 stadiums have a capacity of at least sixty thousand spectators so that is right on the money that's right on the money. So you expect a full stadium of an NFL stadium where people, and you expect one delegate and senator to take care of that. That's crazy. Too many people. How the hell are they going to do it? You expect too much out of them, and that's what you get so little. And so, again, you know, that's my point is I really don't have a problem with. Uh, the, the nice people in government, which again, not a lot of them, really got to emphasize, not a lot, not a lot of people care. Uh, maybe they cared when they started, but you know, they all been there for a hundred years and they stopped caring uh, or they get too intertwined in it. So I just, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't think very, um, don't think very highly of them. And, you know, again, as a worker who was fired for organizing, um, and I saw that the law basically, you know, my boss, you know, I mean, you can shit on it, right? Every time there was an NLRB offense, you only had to pay $1,000 feeding that pup, which you didn't, you never got it. Um, that's nothing. Him paying $1,000, it's like you going into your kid's piggy bank and taking a quarter out. It's, it's nothing for him. So the law, if the folks who at the law really care, they change it. Uh, they would change that 1,000 to 100,000. It's just a couple zeros, but they don't. They don't really care as much as they want you to believe. And that's on you. It's really not on them. Uh, you know, again, if you just you know spend 10 minutes kind of thinking about it and, and investigating what it is they do, like I'm doing, uh, you'd realize it's all kind of crock shit. So. But you worship them, you've got a hot opinion about them, and my job is to give you a program that you know you kind of watch and get a little laugh out of. So let's head on over to the Virginia House Delegates. And we are, I love that. The adjourn signing die at 621 on, on the 12th. That's my, my best friend's, one of my best friends. It's her birthday, so I love that. And 621 is kind of a lucky number for me, so. All right, let's zoom in a little because I know it's kind of hard to see um, here, and that's and that's that's okay. Uh, you know, we 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 want you to go here, and again, my point to do this exercise is more for fun, more for a laugh. If you really care about 
what's going on here. You know, there's a million news sites. Go find them. You worship them. I want to hear about that. And that, you know, if you're a working poor person or you're a working person of any kind and you're watching this or you're listening to me, and I'm grateful for, for that you do, you know, your life is not going to be impacted by these people so as powerfully as if you took control of your own life. God organized, God fled to form the union, and then stuck it to the boss, your owner. Uh, yesterday we did 1 through 14. Today we will start with 15. Where C. Todd Gilbert goes by Todd. I love that. A good middle name person. We love a middle name person. I go by my middle name, so I love that. Uh, let's see. Is this person going to be like a normal human being like, you know, me or you? Probably not, but we are going to see. So first thing we're going to do, go to their personal info, see what they want to tell us about themselves. Because again, they don't have to tell us anything. Um, I love candy yesterday. Um, hers was just like black female, like, see you later, bitches. I love that. Candy King, good for her. Uh, but see, to Todd here, let's see, Todd, uh, not that old. Texas, yeah. Lone Star State, baby. I hope you just saw... No, you can't see my screen right now, but I showed my Lone Star tattoo. Uh, went to UVA, got a bachelor's UVA. And in this particular lecture, that is the, one of the best public schools. I guess we can't do here in California. It's typically, you know, that wouldn't count as an elite education, but the school was founded by Thomas Jefferson, for heaven's sake. Um, it's an old public school, so it gets a little bit of a pass in the elite education circles because when you're old that's sort of your backdoor way in so virginia you've got a colonial college william and mary and then you've got uva which is again i, I would say one of the two sort of public public schools that are like super elite in a lot of ways they because they're old or they're really powerful uh anywho anywho um oh speaker of the house <laughs> i didn't know no clue um Southern Methodist University, SMU in Dallas, Texas, home of, I believe, the Bush Family Library, um, SMU. If you are white and you want to feel safe with other, you know, charming, preppy white people, go to SMU. Uh, so, yeah, it doesn't seem like somebody that has a lot in common with me. Uh, if for no other reason, you know, been a lawyer since 96, right? Lawyers don't live lives like you and me. They're lawyers. They, they don't have to pick up the trash. They don't have to clean up a dirty hotel room. You know, lawyers are the ones that make dirty hotel rooms. They're up there fucking people that they shouldn't be fucking. So no, I just think the fact that he's a lawyer means that he's not a normal person like you and me, and we ought to be skeptical of him. So sorry. You don't know any lawyers. You probably have met lawyers. You know, you've probably gotten in trouble with the law and you've had to get a lawyer. But I actually have friends. I'm friends with a lot of lawyers, a lot of my college buddies, and people from, you know, my life growing up. Not really from my union family life. Again, the only my a lot of divorce in my family. So we had a family lawyer that did that. He was he was a union lawyer too. And he was Jewish. He told me I'd be a good Jew, and he was right. Dennis, um, goddess from wherever you are. Nice guy. All right, didn't we look at less yesterday? I don't know.
Uh, the Virginia website is flaking out on us here. Because again, holy macaroni, this website, terrible. Okay, there, there we go. All right, let's see what uh, Les is up to. Does he have anything? Is there anything about him that might indicate that he understands what it's like to be a normal person uh, at all? B.S. Magna. Oh, good for them. Magna means magna cum laude. It's Latin uh, with... Very high praises. Not to be confused with the very tip-top, which is summa. Summa is the highest you can graduate, but anybody who graduates magna means they spent a lot of time in the library and worked hard at class. So you know what? Even if I've never heard of Liberty University, um, graduate magna anywhere, that, 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 that's impressive. But then again, you know, uh-oh, shocker, lawyer. Lawyer, U of R, lawyer. Nope. Not a normal person like you and me. So sorry. Don't trust the lawyers. What did Shakespeare say? First, start off by killing all the lawyers. Yikes. We don't need to kill them. That's terrible. What we need to do is, you know, tell them that the law comes from a higher power, not from 140 people, a governor, and a court. But you're like, no, that's not, that's the law. And you're like, terrible. I'll worship the law. The law's never done anything good except for fucking... Oh, by the way, I mean, I meant to point this out as we go along, but I mean, obviously... It was... With the exception of Candy, uh, you know, well, Marie, <laughs> Marie, she's packing. I'll never forget that in my life. Uh, white people. My point is, yesterday we looked at a lot of white people. A lot of white people, a lot of Christians. Um, you know, she claimed to be a Catholic. Even Catholics have a harder time than, than generally Christians. So we did that. All right, who's next? We did, we did 15, 16, next to 17. Wow, this website's garbage. It's not even loading. Let's see, Delegate Christopher T. Head, 2012. Oh, been there a long time. My goodness, my goodness, my Guinness. Um, all right, is this person a normal human being? Uh, for one, 60 years old. Again, I know that in America we don't do a great job of taking care of the elderly and, and finding good use for them, but, you know, just pointing out when this guy was born, JFK, well, I don't know when in 63, but unless he was born at the tail end of 63, you know, fourth week of November or beyond, Jack Kennedy was in the White House. So you got to just be nervous about that sometimes. I, I know it makes me nervous. Um, franchise owner. Oh, terrible. Maybe. Small business, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. You know, I, I respect that. So let's see what about their legislation. Uh, I'm, I'm a sucker for a small business owner. You know that. So let's see what this guy cares. Because again, you know, this is where they're the chief patron. So they really care about um, this. Let's see. Criminal history record.
I don't know. You, you got to wonder uh, if this person's going after criminals, that, that usually is a bad thing, right? Usually. Um, this could be good. Credentials. Well, anything where you get credentials is bad. Credentials are the worst thing you've ever heard in your life. From a bachelor's degree to getting certified in typewriter repair. Certifications are stupid. Um, you know, you're a smart person. You don't need someone to tell you you're smart. You don't need these certifications. Everybody wants to get certified in shit, and it's not good. Uh, I can't really tell. And, and again, I mean, this is not meant to be... What are the... Yeah, this is very hard to get through. So I'd have to spend time on it, and uh, I just don't know. I don't know. So hard to say. Didn't see anything good. That's another thing about life, right? You're like, well, did you see anything good? You know, yesterday we saw that one gal who, uh, you know, wanted to make sure everybody got free lunches. Like, that's important, right? Like, that's somebody we know cares about people. So who cares? Um. We know that that person's good. All right. Who's next? Let's see. We did 15. We did 16. We did 17. We need to do Michael. Mike. All right. Mike. 2012. Been there a long time. Oh, it's not nothing. Um, 79. Not that old. Farm grow. Yeah, another white Christian with uh, another straight white Christian. BA in communication. Farmer. Highly doubt it. Highly doubt it. Um, maybe. Sounds to me like more of a commercial farmer. Not, you know, that does not sound like somebody who uses the farm to provide for him and his family, and that's it, right? Sounds like really uh, getting some stuff out of that. Um, looking over here at the legislation. Horses. I probably should trust the farm guy about horses. Um, that seems fair. Pilot program for electric utilities like that, hopefully, hopefully. Let's see. Retail market and marijuana. Well, hopefully this guy's for it. I don't know. If he is, I like him. Um, that sounds like a boring thing. Roadways. Watershed. I don't know. I don't know. I hope he was for the pot. Can't. Can't really know, but yeah, we like farmers, so maybe not, maybe not the worst thing in the world, right? Maybe. Hard to say. Who's next? Fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we're gonna get down to twenty-one. Let's see what's up with Terry. All right, Terry, been around for a while. Again, these are the people who write your laws. You worship them. You love them. They write the law. 
the law. We love the law. I've got four. I've got five opinions about the law. Let me tell you them. Meanwhile, I've told you my, my best friend, one of them, her dad was a member of the house. He's a normal guy. I, mean, I love the guy to death. I saw him a couple weeks ago. Great guy, but, you know, don't worship him. My goodness. Um, again, very old, very old, scary old. Dwight Eisenhower walking around the, you know, well, Dwight Eisenhower was golfing around the White House when this guy was born. So that should scare you. Uh, no matter what. Oh, ter terrifying. I uh, love that love that only community college. I like that. That is actually very relatable. Very cool. But then problem here, um, electrical construction. So, uh, you know, I don't know what that is, but I know that if it involves construction and electrician, my goodness, do they overcharge you? This guy's probably cheated a million people and then not paid his workers shit. I have to guess. I don't know if it's true. I could be making that up, but I'm going to take a guess because I know what it's like for contractors. I've worked with a ton of them. Spent 15 years in hotels dealing with contractors, and let me assure you, they charge a lot of money, and it never makes it down the line. So, but again, uh, you know, if I were elected to the House of Delegates, which I never will be, never will, um, you know, I uh, actually, it's funny. I'm not. I remember as a kid, I, I found that I wasn't allowed to be president because I wasn't born in this country. I was like, this place is racist, and it is. It's a terribly racist country, uh, better than Soviet Russia, but you know, still a terribly racist country. Look at this. I mean, you you know, you get into the state legislature, and you're like, what am I going to tell people I stand for? License plates? What is this? This is another reason. You're like, this is what government does. Government's so important. Read all this shit. None of this looks important. Towing and recovery? American Revolution changes to commission. This sounds stupid. Nope, nope. Here's a... Changes the... What? Who cares? What is this? The American Revolution 250 Commission, that doesn't sound like something important. Flashing lights for WMATA. Why would WMATA need flashing lights? Who cares? Ridiculous. The WMATA. The WMATA, uh, th that's the metro and the bus, by the way. Those folks, they have like these decked-out suburbans, um, and they're just, you know, they're the metro police. There's nothing going on in a metro. Cool down. We're almost done, but this is fun for me. I like this because, you know, everybody here, they want to talk about how much they know about the law. And it's like, you don't know anything. You don't know how laws get passed. You don't know who these people are. They're human beings like you and me. They're sometimes they're trying to do their best. Usually they're just a bunch of lawyers who, you know, try to make a name for themselves. Um, John hasn't been there very long, so I like that. Always love somebody newer. And again, we don't know anything. Not born in America, so I like that. Um, that's different. Okay, I'll give you that. That is different. So bringing some different perspective. Uh, but, you know, again, born when 51. Oh, Harry Truman. Harry Truman in the White House. Dropping the bomb. Harry Truman. Uh, but loyal order of the moose, the eels, and the other. I think my grandmother was a moose. U of R, PA, UVA, Masters, eh, starting to use, you know, you know, normal people don't have the time or the resources to get a Masters, but that's maybe okay. I wonder how you, probably wasn't anything useful. Masters degrees rarely are. Rarely, rarely. Eh, unless you're going to be in academia. You're going to stay in academia. Um, 
Huh, okay, Daughters of the American Revolution. That's interesting. Uh, I'm not a fan of them. Um, you know, if your family's been around for a long time, that's just another indicator that you've got access to social capital, wealth, educational capital, etc., and then you're probably using it to take advantage of people. Um, usually. So, and whoops, I haven't been sharing old John, but John doesn't see, I don't know, maybe. Let's see what John, legislation John's done. Instructions on dangers and victims of communism. How old is this person? But I like that. Communism is evil. So you know what? This is not something that you would have thought you'd get from me, but um, Soviet communism is terrifyingly dangerous. Whenever I hear these young, dumb people, like, man, I'm a Marxist, I'm a communist. Like, okay, well, you know, I had European au pairs growing up, and they told me how dangerous Soviet communism is. So, you know what? I'm not, I'm actually not, I like that. Um, commending these people. How beautiful on here. I mean, these are the kind of dumb things you all write laws about. It's ridiculous. Like, just treat people with dignity and respect. I am the Lord thy God. Don't have false gods. If you understand that human beings are children of God, you'll treat them with love, decency, and compassion, and you don't need all this legislature nonsense. My goodness. So I think we're done. Nope, one more person. Kelly. Let's see what Kelly's up to. I'm going to stop closing this tab, I promise. All right, Kelly. 2018, not that long. Okay. Female, that's good enough for me as a start point, right? My goodness, I told you before, they should pass a law. You don't know how laws get passed or how constitutions get amended. You have no concept of what that means. But I, I swear to you, make sure that the only people elected in legislature and legislature, every state and the feds, if they were all people who identified as women, then you actually would have a decent government that would take care of people. But, you know, until you do that, you're going to have men and men. Yeah, we're just yeah, we're greedy. I don't know what to tell you. So bad idea. Um, Non-denominational. OK, I like that. That's a little different. Uh huh. Education, I love that. What did I just say? Unless you're in academia or education, I love that. Real estate, hmm. interesting, interesting. Elementary education, then real estate. That is different. That is different. Uh, and again, for me, the fact that they're a female with no race given, I love that. Like, go fuck your racial answers. Let's see what kind of law she's interested in. Teachers required to be compensated at or above national average. Ding, 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 ding. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Done, done. See, this person took her time and was like, you know what I'm going to stand for as a cheap patron? I'm going to stand for teachers getting paid. Well, we're done and done. Virginia Beach. I spent a lot of time in Virginia Beach. My goodness. A lot of time in Virginia Beach. But you know what stands for teachers? I love that. So we're good. Good. All right. Those were your 
House of Delegate members in Virginia. You worship the law. You love talking about people that write the law. Well, we just went through seven of them. Most of them seem like, you know, kind of bozos. What are you going to do? But since we are, you know, it's 848, and my gosh, we haven't read the news in a while. So we got to get back to some news. Got to get back to some news. All right. Uh, again, from our friends at the Teamsters, I lost it. I didn't click the right thing. Great piece here, right? But Indiana First student workers join Teamsters. Love it. More than 50 student transportation workers secure union representation. You love to see it. Fantastic. Bus operators and dispatchers at First Student in Ventura. Uh, this is based in Gary, Indiana, by the way. I'm so sorry. Gary, Indiana voted overwhelmingly to join Teamsters 777 in Lyons, Illinois. The 52 workers provide student transportation for Gary Public Schools. Jim, uh, Jim Glimco, president of 777, says, Congratulations to these hardworking men and women for forming their union with the Teamsters. So I'm going to leave their picture up there. Love that. And again, this is why we show news from people like the Teamsters. This is 50-something people. So that's real, right? Not We're not talking about some huge company. We're talking about a real company that you could probably be a member of, right? And the Teamsters at their local are supporting these bus drivers that, that carry students around. This is a job that white, straight men and women don't want. They all have kids. Their kids are terrible. We know their kids are horrible. I have not met a teacher or a bus driver ever who has not told me how miserable and wicked these children are. They're all badly behaved, especially on the bus. They might be great when they show up at school. They might be great when they get home. But we know how badly they behave on the bus. There's not enough money in the world that you could pay most guys with a Harvard MBA to deal with taking children to and from school. They just wouldn't do it. Somebody with a degree from Northwestern, a, you know, Kellogg School of Business, they're not going to want to take their kids to school. Well, th their kids are getting taken by a nanny. Let's be real. I mean, then again, I was taken to school by a nanny. And my dad was a union guy, though, so he had a good job. And he had his own side business. That's a different story. But um, it's a true story. You know, somebody that went and got their JD at the University of Virginia School of Law, they are not going to drive a bus with your obnoxious children in them. However, these wonderful workers... In Gary, Indiana, they are. They are really, they are willing. Look at these lovely folks who are willing to deal with your obnoxious children. And they're probably getting underpaid to do it. So great, great job. Glad that they secured their representation and formed a union uh, with Teamster 777. Just fantastic to see. Because again, uh, you know, your life is not defined by the law. We read the news. We're going to read the news again in a minute. There's nothing in there about what it means to be a day-to-day -day working person. But you go to websites like the Teamsters or SCAU or AFL-CAO or Unite Here. We've done a lot of these folks. There's a lot of unions out there. We'll hope you find the right one if you need it. 
Again, you can just look at our ticker down below, info at tln.one, info at tln.one, or you can text us, leave us a voicemail, 804-446-0469. Leave us your story. We want to hear from you about what's going on at work because you probably need somebody like the Teamsters to come in and help you out. True story. So that was some real news. And now, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun because we, we wanna know about other news, right? So we are gonna let let the Google take control. And we are just gonna look up Richmond VA news. My point, and I love doing this, we're going to do it every day. My point is, this is not news. This is not, you know, there's 8.6 million people in Virginia. You think any of them um, need to know about a hit-and-run driver at short pump? No. Are hit-and-runs horrible? Yeah. But, I mean, what's the point? And really, what do you want to know? What are they really, why do you, if you were not involved, you know, if you were the family or friend of, of this person who, again, like, don't wig out. Their body's dead. They're not dead. You have a body. You're not a body. That person will be back again on Earth, or maybe they're at a higher level now. Maybe they're like, God, get me out of here. So don't wait out. People die. They don't die. And, you know, their bodies die, but they themselves do not die. So it's going to be okay. Uh, but either way, I don't even know this. It's just, it's garbage. It is, uh, what's that song Don Henley sings, you know, Dirty Laundry, right? Dirty laundry. Wish we could play dirty laundry because that's all news is. It's dirty laundry. Like Don Henley, get the bubble-headed bleach bond comes on at five. Uh, all right. So yesterday we looked at WRIC. They claimed to be a place for news. We saw nothing but ads and junk. Let's give WWBT a try. We don't know who they are. NBC twelve WWBT coming to you live with your money with Carlton Financial. Advertise with us. That's the first thing at the top. First thing, very important, they need you to know that they are not a news company so much as they are an advertising agency, right? Wife defends husband allegedly seen in video pointing down at fellow driver. Crazy. Again, think about your life. That person's life is tough and tricky, there's no doubt, but think about it. Does it really affect you? Just had to get through some ads there. We love ads. We know ads are what drive small news orgs and why you don't get news right that's not news that's not news save thousands by shopping factory direct on hot tubs and swim spas i couldn't afford one even if i tried because shameen hotels fired me for organizing hotel workers so you know what not news but you all want the news you're like tony give us the news we love the news not news uh 11 month old dies in vehicle very sad but again do we need to know about that? That life's woman is already being ruined. Uh, I mean, her life's done. It's, you know, come on, leave her be. Um, imposing restrictions at football games. That's good. Good behavior. Oh, that's bad. I, oh, it's because we don't want the kids getting concussions. Uh, but, okay, the kids are badly behaved. The badly behaved... The kids are badly behaved because they don't have stable houses. They don't have stable houses because their parents are working three jobs just to put food on the table 
So don't blame the kids. Don't blame the parents. Blame the gosh darn owners like Neil Amin who will not pay his workers enough so that they can spend time with their children, right? Uh, that's a true story. Uh, governor Youngkin highlights, I don't care about the governor. I don't care. He's probably not anybody that cares about you. Don't care. Inmate escapes from Petersburg facility. Well, it's going to happen again. How do we treat criminals? We don't treat criminals with any sort of dignity or respect. We treat people that get, um, you know, they're poor. Uh, I'm sure, you know, if, I'm sure, I'm sure that this person has a complicated life story. Uh, guns. Everybody loves guns. Man, they love guns. Again, a gun is just a tool. You can, I had a, my favorite boss ever. He had a gun because he had a chicken poop, and I love getting those eggs. And the fox would always try to steal the, 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 or the fox would try to eat the chickens. So, you know, my boss, Herm, he had to go out with his guns and shoot the chickens. That's very different. Um, it's very different. And I think we all know that. So, you know, everybody loves talking about guns. They love guns. <laughs> pharmacies. Oh, pharmacies, bad places to be. I work in a pharmacy. Bad place. Uh, in 18 years, I've gone to a pharmacy one time for prescription medicine. I'm fine. You can be fine, too. Stolen vehicle. WWDBT, first ever 24-7 weather alert. You know another great 24-7 weather app? It's called your fucking eyes. Go outside. Look. Mm, feels like it's going to rain. You know, come on. Uh, okay, I don't know who that is. Ticket prices are too high for people, but I like that. That seems legit. Um, don't know who these people are, don't care. Wow, what a lie. Amazon says it's increasing pay for content. That's bullshit. It's a lie. I cannot believe that this is an article. Um, we know that this is not true. We know that the only reason they're going to pay more is because the teams just fucking made them. Wow, what kind of article is this? It's crazy. Is this a pro Amazon? Yeah, see? Right. Come on. The Teamsters are what's keeping wages going up. Amazon isn't doing this. This is bullshit. This is not just not news. It's an active lie of a news. Wow. Active lying. Active lying media organization. Never heard of that. Again, molding schools is bad. I don't disagree with that at all, but send your kids to school. I don't know what to tell you. Mitt Romney, foreign guy, and a loser. He's a loser. Do, 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 do. None of this is news, except for one story about the kids. You wanted the news. You give us the news, Tone. That's your news, Joe. Again, you want your, your news vibration. That's the news. Everything is vibration. I, I use these crystals. They're kind of help me focus with vibration. I'm going to vibrate in a good light today. We're going to vibrate in some winds. We're going to vibrate in a life of health and wealth. We're going to get collected. We're going to get organized. That's news. Uh, it's 9 o'clock here at the Labor Network on the morning show. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody's tuned in. I also wanted to make sure I did some fun stuff, too, because I know we drone on a lot, but we had any fun stuff. So decided that every day, aside from reading The Sun, which we have not done, so we got to read The Sun, we're going to show up some tchotchke, too. 
Uh, I've got Chachki all over here on my bookshelf. I'm going to do Chachki. So, um, so what happened to me, Brad? We're going to reread. Essay for both some investment. Give slope date 35K by Leah Kennett. Leah, with her orientation leader, true story. The slope date programming board's budget may be getting another boost of about 35 grand after the student assembly voted unanimously last night to pass resolution 22 which gives the SA the option of diverting funds meant to go into an investment fund to the slope date programming board, SDPB, $5 from each student activity fee. That's like taxes we assess to the students. Uh, would go to this, but it's not blah, blah, blah. Thought we might have to find, though we might have to find 30000 to 40000 to contribute. We don't know how much the amount will be yet, said SA President Ryan Lavin, class of 09. Cornell Daily Sun, great paper. Uh, Cornell University, okay school. Not as great as where my former boss, Neil Amin, CEO of Shanine Hotel, she fired me for organizing. Uh, he went to Penn. Penn's a better school for the most part in a lot of ways. Um, but again, these folks in elite, elite education, they are coming to get you. They don't care anything about what we just read about. Uh, a lot of them are the folks that own news companies. You saw Cornell alumnus Gannett owns USA Today, USA Today's junk. They're not interested in giving you real news. They're not interested in telling you, you what's going on. They don't want you to have a better life. They don't, I don't know why, because they've all got so much money and capital that they can easily give it away. But they're greedy and they're hate-filled. Their hearts have hardened like the Pharaoh from the book of Exodus. Um... And again, you know, it's so funny. On that silly article we just read from The Sun, it talked about the student assembly. You know, they're the government of Cornell University. Talked about a resolution, just like these resolutions in the House. I used to do this. There's vice president of the student government. <laughs> More or less, it runs the same way as House of Delegates. I mean, truly, it it does. Like I told you, uh, there's one guy in the paper I didn't mention his name today. He literally ran for House of Delegates. Uh, one guy I mentioned in the paper, he was mayor of a town, you know. Student government just kind of a practice session for a lot of this, and I'm telling you that you give it too much power and that these people, they don't care about day-to-day -day people. They're not interested. Neil Amin and his Shamit Hotels, they should be making $300 million a year if you watch our hotel math video. They can buy any of those people. They, they can. We're going to look them up, too, after we do our round of going through. You know, We just got done doing a round of seven House of Delegate members. We're going to keep doing that. Um, any of these people, they can be bought and paid for by companies like Neil Amin. In fact, if you go on that website, VPAP, and you look up Neil Amin and his family and Shamin Hotels, you can look up any company. I did that because they're the ones who fired me. But you can look up any company you want. They give heavily to these politicians. Um, and they expect something in return, right? It's a true story. In fact, we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to do that. Why not? I'm one. So, for example, we wanted to look up a legislator, right? And then we wanted to see, you know, who gives them money, etc., etc. But we can also do it the other way. So, I tell you that because I want to demonstrate that here. This is VPAP. So this is only good for Virginia. But um, 
you can already see just in general, look at this. These half dollars, remember we just went through, we've gone through, I think, 21 of them now. $68 million just in their 2019 election. Scared. So I've already looked up Shemin and Neil Amin. You can, you can see, oh, I don't know why Professor Herbs, but I started now. Uh, you mean, right? And again, his, you know, this is just him. He does it through his companies. He can do it through his wife. He can do it through his mom or his dad. I mean, there really is no stopping them. Um, 52,000, we're going to zoom in on this. 52,801 dollars. Have you ever? Spent $52,801 on anything? No! Of course you haven't. And that's just what Neil has spent to pay for politicians, right? And this is how it works. This is a true story. Neil spends $52,800 on different people. Um, and again, I, I, I love it because... You know, it, it shows you not just Republicans, right? Some Republicans, some Democrats, right? Others, so really, this is very important because it shows you that they own everybody, right? Republicans, Democrats, he owns them, he owns Tim Kaine. Um, just sad because, you know, you, you, would, you would hope that these the folks would, I don't even want to hear from regular people, but they don't. Um, and they, oh, they give things to these, you know, weird entities that are secretly um, helping politicians, right? So again, this is public information. Um, not saying that it's not, but, you know, what is one Richmond? That doesn't tell you anything, right? Except that, oh, gee, the energy company is, is giving this out. And gee, your major, major people. And oh, one candidate. Your mayor. So again, um, very crooked system in in every state. If you think that this is just Virginia, it's not. It's not. This is a true story. This is just my old boss, right? Think about all the other powerful people around. You know, Neil is not the wealthiest guy in town at all. He's one of them, but he is not the. He despises these politicians. You think Tim Kaine is ever going to not do what he? What Neil tells him to do? Of course not. Uh, Lamont Bagby for Senate. You know, uh, I met this guy. He, said, what, he, he literally asked me, what's your beef with Neil? Right? Well, he doesn't have any beef with somebody taking his money. I'll tell you that. Right? Look at that. Million dollars. How do you get your money? Biggest people is the power company. That's scary. Dominion Energy. Hell out of the power company. They're a total scam, right? Um, yeah, people are like, oh, that's the IU. Unions are horrible. No, union gave him $15,000. Then power company gave him 10 times that. You ding-dongs that can't do math. Look at that. 10 times. That's why I didn't vote for the guy. I voted for his opponent. I don't care. He's the best Democrat in the world. Don't care. Took his money from Neil. It's paid for by Neil and Ian. And expects me not to think he's a total, um, you know, servant of these 
these people. So very important things that we're doing here. We're looking people up on their contributions. So I want you to, you know, I want you to do this with me. We should do this more often. But that's how the law works. You don't have money, you're not going to do anything. So, bad news. Bad news. And if you want to make money, again, send your kids. Court of Engineering, 2019. $85,000 a year right out of college. Go to an elite school and yield it. That's how Neil has the money. That's how he has the money to buy Republicans and Democrats. He treats Republican and Democrat politicians like I treat Gucci boots. True story. So again, the real headline there, the real news is shit news, and the real, real news is go to your legislature, uh, your legislature, look them up, and then look at your boss, look at how much money they get. Uh, that's a true story. We're make sure we link to that. That's really, really important that you understand that. But we're not done with news. We've still got some good orgs that have real news. True story from the SEIU. This is real news. McDonald's workers. 16 cities strike for $15 minimum wage. The day before their shareholder meeting. Good for them. It is insane that people have to strike and fight for $15 an hour. You can't do anything with $15 an hour. And that's what they're having to fight for? Are you joking me? Insane that McDonald's. Again, McDonald's is a franchising company for the most part. My last time I was at Wormform back, one of the global heads, one of the Hilton brands, a buddy of mine, he worked for McDonald's and then they worked for Hilton. He actually went for Hilton, then McDonald's, and that is, you can learn, right? The private sector can learn from each other in the public sector and, you know, a lot of these work, they just yell at each other. Well, the product said, $15 now. Well, we did that budget. We're going to do some other math, right? What does $15 now get you? You don't know there's 2,080 work hours a year. You don't know that 15 times 2080 roughly is $30,000. I don't know what you know, it's roughly going to be $31,000. You don't understand it to do that. Right? And that's okay. So we're going to do it long more. So if you make $15 now, and you work 40 hours a week, Again, yeah, now we were doing that, and you know, I know that, so don't think that this is you. And you know that there's 52 weeks in a year, right? What are you making for a year, right? You would agree, $15 an hour times 40 hours per week, 52 weeks in a year. Our units are going to cancel out, but not, you know. It's a shock. I'll get angry. Uh, let's go over it. I want to give you an, an accurate answer. It's 52, 20, 20, 80. I'm going to be about 31000 I was right. $31,200 per year. And again, sorry for those sniffles. So, we know... Because we've done the math, not the math, we've done the math many times on this board. So go watch one of our shows on yesterday or the day before, whatever I put up there. We know from pallets, from United Way, 
from whether it's we did it ourselves, we've done this a million different ways now. We know that you need to be making about $36, $37 an hour. Just a little life, unless mildly, mildly okay. The family of four. And we know that that comes out to $70,000 a year. So these folks are on strike for an uneven half. Not even half what a person needs to, to make to come home and bring on a good life. And that is just terrifying that nobody is offering that, you know, that they have to do that to terrify. Um, I'm good for Ernie and for AOC. Those two seem like the only two people in Congress that care. I really mean that. I don't know. I, you know, maybe there's other ones, but again, if they do care, you don't know about it, you don't hear about them. And the fact that you don't hear about them and that there's 435 of them, you know, you should know about them. They care. So again, from SCIU, talking about McDonald's workers here, um, fighting for $15, you know, this is crazy. Just crazy. You have all been to a McDonald's. You eat there all the time. It is hard work. Can you imagine being in that hot space with fries and nuggets and Big Macs all around you, constantly having to do, you know, get food ready for people that are yapping with their obnoxious children or their drive through and they're angry? I mean, come on. Nobody is ever polite to these workers. And I try to be, I really do try. I'm going to try to smile and be nice, but most people aren't. And they're not even making enough to barely put food on the table. And you expect them to show up every day in early morning and give you your fucking McMuffin? Are you crazy? You know? You're crazy. You expect these folks to get up at 3, 4 in the morning to get to McDonald's. And then you can roll in and get yourself a fucking McGriddle because you fucking drank too much red wine last night, Jennifer. And you need to soak it up. Terrible. I mean, just terrible. Um, so great for Bernie and AOC for standing up for these workers, real people, and great for SCIU for standing up for them as well, right? That's what a union does, is they, they're here to support the people, you know, at the very bottom, not the tip top. And that's real. So something to think about, right? So we'll link to that. That's a real news article. We love that. One more before we round out um, this morning. Actually, hold tight. Let me get that ready for you.
And we are back. You know, I was going to do a labor article, but I decided before we get back into our final seven members of the house and sort of, you know, seeing if they even look and act like normal people, which, shocker, they don't. Um, although that's, you know, not always a bad thing. Uh, but I think a lot of times it is. I wanted to share, because I went to Mass yesterday. I go to Mass on Wednesdays. Uh, and the, one of the great things about Catholicism is that, you know, the word Catholic means universal. And so, I, in theory, the um, idea is that, you know, no matter where you go to Mass, in a, in a Roman Catholic church across the world, every single day, you're going to get the same readings. And that's, I like, I like that. I like uniformity. I like uniformity and scale. So that's another reason the Catholic church works for me. So let's see. Um, I was seeing if the PDF version is cleaner. And it is. <laughs> so yesterday, we read from Col uh, Colossians. That's great. St. Paul irritates me sometimes. Um, but I like this because, you know, this is Paul. Paul oftentimes irritates me because he writes in a way that normal people don't understand. And Paul, you know, you have to be a scholar to understand Gnostic Christianity. He, you cannot be just some normal person and read this and understand that he's talking about higher level spiritual stuff. So I don't like Paul for that reason. You know, put to death then the parts of you that are earthly, right? Now, I love that line. Um, this is from Colossians uh, 3, 1 to 11. Um, put to death then the parts of you that are earthly, right? What Paul is telling you is the same thing that crazy old Tony tells you. And that is that you are a spiritual being going through a human earthly experience. You have a body, but you are not your body. Um, the real you is at a higher place. You know that. You intuitively know this. Children understand it easily. So Paul's basically telling you, he's like, man, you know, you're here on earth. I know this place looks like all that there is, but it's not. Your body's going to die, and then things are going to happen. Hopefully you go to the good place. And maybe you come back around here again, and this place is kind of the bad place. And, you know... You think you had it bad now, you're going to have it bad later. But I like the gospel. That's really what I, you know, I show up for the gospel uh, in the homily. So the gospel is from Luke, Luke 6. Um, Jesus said, Fortunate are you who are poor, the kingdom of God is yours. Fortunate are you who are hungry now, for you will be filled. Fortunate are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Fortunate are you when people hate you, when they reject you and insult you, and number you among criminals because of the Son of Man, um, etc., etc., right? Uh, but alas for you who have wealth, for you have been comforted now. Alas for you who are full, for you will go hungry. Alas for you when people speak well of you, for that is how the ancestors of these people treated the false prophets. So that's really cool. Uh, again, you know, we talked about this yesterday when Jesus like, hey, you know, there's poor people. There are always going to be poor people. What are you going to do? Like, it's because you're only poor in this lifetime. So one of two things is going to happen if you're poor in this lifetime. One, you're either going to change your vibration. You're going to organize. You're going to get collected. You're going to demand what you deserve and you're going to get it. 
so you could get satisfied in this lifetime. But also, you know, like, it's okay that you've had to sacrifice. Like, I've had to sacrifice. Um, again, I had a much easier life than everybody, every single worker uh, that I talk about at Shamin Hotels where I was fired for organizing. You know, those housekeepers had a harder life than me. The front desk had a harder life than me. Uh, but I look at my own life and I compare it to the people in my life. And, you know, I look at like my buddies from Cornell, a lot of my fraternity brothers, like I said, they all made a lot more money than I did. My gosh, you know, I was making maybe $75 an hour with bonus uh, there. My buddies, they're making, you know, they're making hundreds of dollars an hour, which is crazy, crazy. Um, so for me, I, you know, I don't know, it's I'm poor compared to them. And I, you know, I when I get angry and sad about it, I think of uh, like that. And again, I think in Matthew, the Beatitudes are the longer version of it. But Jesus is like, yo, bro, it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. You're poor this lifetime. Don't worry. Your sacrifice in this lifetime means you get to cash in and on the next one. So you know what? When these people who have, ha have all the access to social, financial, educational capital, like Neil Amin and all of his buddies from the Wharton School of Business at the University of Pennsylvania. Um, don't worry about it, because you know what? They they might be wealthy this lifetime, and if they choose to do good with it, they might be wealthy next lifetime. But uh, if they don't, and again, I'm telling you, this guy spent 40 years at Shameen making money and not taking care of workers. I don't know. I'm not God. You know, I don't know what's going to happen when he dies, but I know one thing that will happen is, is his life and every other rich son of a bitch out there uh they're gonna die they're gonna have a connection with the the higher power they're gonna get a you know a, a youtube ad free version of their life that's gonna play and every time they were evil and wicked to a poor person or a black person or a brown person or a woman or a gay or somebody else that nobody likes um you know god's gonna look at them and be like yo neil what did you think of that man what did you think of uh, of it when you know you sent Tony around to go slash hours for these gals who barely make enough money to put food on the table, barely can do that? They can't. I say barely. Oftentimes they can't. You know, um, God's going to ask Neil Amin that question. God's going to ask all of your favorite politicians that question. God's going to ask your favorite business owners that question. And trust me, if the answer is not a good one. They are going to have to play this game again, and they're probably not going to have a fun time doing it. So, you know, don't feel despondent. It's going to be all right. So that was our little reading for the day. And, of course, we'll be back later to do more reading. We're going to read from... Uh, the fuck is this book? Literally, it's right here. We're going to read From the Future We Need by Erica Smiley. Great book. Uh, what else? I was going to show off some tchotchke, but I guess you don't care. You're on the radio. Yeah, we'll we'll do tchotchke tomorrow. That's fine. We'll end with, um, again, visiting again the Virginia House of Delegates. Because again, uh, everybody, you know, everybody I know, they love talking about the law. I know the law. I know the law. If that's how a bill becomes a law, we need we need state person Jennifer to win. She'll she'll make things different, I promise. She won't. State person is not gonna help you, but that's okay. You think that they will, so we'll go look at who they are, and then you're gonna see that they have nothing in common with you. 
How dare you think that they are going to solve all of your problems? They are not. But you think that they will. All right, we're going to do 22 to 28. 22 to 28. All right. Kathy. What are you up to, Kathy? For one, Kathy's been there a long time. So, Kathy got to the House of Delegates before the IMAC got released. That's scary. You don't want somebody around that long. You don't. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, well, you knew they were going to be not young. Bucks County, PA. I have, I have quite a few friends that are Bucks County, PA. Love that. Okay. Well, again, at least she's a woman. That's better than not. Legislation. Kathy, you've been around a long time. Come on. Establishes the crime of organized retail theft. <laughs> My gosh, I've committed retail theft. You know why I committed retail theft? Because I was a dumb kid. It wasn't 5,000. It was not. It was not. Um, great. Great. You can tell what kind of person Kathy is. Kathy's law and order. You know, let's get those criminals. Nobody has ever stolen because they want to. You know the only people I know in my life that steal for fun? Wealthy white kids. True story. Wealthy white kids love stealing. They just love it. Um, they do. They love to steal for, for shits and giggles. The amount of fraternity boys and sorority girls I know that have very wealthy families that steal, very high. That's it. Other people that steal, you know, they don't. They, they do it because they're poor. They're poor because they're not paid enough, because they don't work in places that treat them with dignity and respect. They work for places like Shamin Hotels, and they don't get paid. So that's why they steal. So I can tell you right now, yeah, we can we can see what Kathy's all about. Okay, well, Kathy wanted an exemption on tampons and baby formula. Good job, Kathy. See, you know, we'll, we'll, we can be nice to everybody. Um, yeah, well, whatever. All right, Kathy. Not bad, not great. Not great. Definitely some not great stuff in there. What are you going to do? Again, uh, I'm not the one voting for these people. I'm only in one district. 23, Wendell S. Walker. All right. Relatively new member, so that's usually a good thing. Uh, male, Caucasian, Baptist, born 1952 in Macon, Georgia. Um, I'm going to take a guess here, but probably not somebody that likes people that look and behave like me if I had to guess. It's Liberty University. I keep seeing this Liberty University pop up. I have to look them up. Um, I don't know. What legislation? Again, they you know they gotta you gotta stand for something. So what do you stand for? Commending CloudFit software. No. If the only thing you're gonna commend is a software company, you're probably not somebody we we like. Uh Last one, misdemeanor to report false things to 911. What a ridiculous thing. 911 and people deal with kooky shit all the time. My whole family's firefighters, paramedics. They got crazy, funny 911 stories. What is this dumb shit? 
grants adoptees 18 years and old access to their original birth certificate. That's a thing? You have to have a law for that? It's crazy. Again, you guys love the law. You love the law. How many of these things seem important? They're not. They're not. What? Whereas James E. Cam lived in the community, whereas he was in Alaska. What? This is not a thing. Come on. Come on. You're here to do legislation. This is what you're doing? I don't know. Less than impressed. Less than impressed. Do, 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 do. Ellen, come on, Ellen, give us some better shit. Female, okay, that's not a bad thing. Ah, Darden School of Business, terrible. Oh, Banker School of Bank Management. That Virginia Banker School of Bank Management sounds like something you would have scene made up on an SNL sketch. So, something to think about there. Uh, not that old, but getting there. He's gotta be worried about old people being in charge of the law. Remember, these people don't understand the world we live in. They don't understand it. I can't tell. Let's see what her legislation is. Because again, you know, you get to put your name on shit. What is she putting her name on? Do-do-do-do! Dangerous weapons, carrying no place for religious worship. Repeals the prohibition on the carrying of a dangerous weapon in a place of worship. What? Ellen wants to bring a gun to church. I don't know what else to tell you. Ellen brings her gun to church. Stay away from Ellen. If you see her at church, put your hands up um, and make sure she doesn't shoot you. Animal care. Seizure of zoo animals. What the hell? What? Again, I mean, that, that tells me all I need to know about Ellen. Ellen's packing. Gosh, why these people are packing heat? They love their guns here. They love their guns. And she loves her guns in church. She's like, I'm going to praise the Lord. You better praise this 9mm first. Yikes! Ellen! <laughs> the two people we found that are packing heat and care about it are these two ladies, so that's sad. Because <laughs> I'm pretty confident women are victims of gun violence more than men. I don't know if that's true, but it just seems like that's probably true. Uh, 21, 22 to 28, right? So we're going to stop the para. Uh, Chris, what is Chris up to? Chris, Chris, tell me you don't want to shoot your gun off in church, Chris. Not been along that around that long. That's good. Uh, 58, yikes. Dwight David Eisenhower putting around the White House. Terrible. Tack, got a BS, and then an MBA. Terrible. Uh, CEO of a sign company. Probably overcharged. People for signs. Signs are very expensive, and I don't know if he paid his workers or not. Maybe yes, maybe no. Son of the American Revolution. Wow, very proud that you are old and white. Definitely a sign that this person has nothing to do with me. Absolutely not. If your family was here in 1776, you do not need to be in the legislature. You absolutely need to get out now. How dare anybody vote for the person that has family from that long ago, it means they have no con concept of what it means to be a working person, and they will come at you with claws. Um, they they will. 
I, I mean that sincerely. They don't understand it. You can't expect them to understand it. You know, don't trust them. That's bad. Bad, 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 scary bad. Tony! Oh, I love his love his name, Tony. Do 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 Tony! You've been there for a while. Tony married, white guy, white, male, straight. Life member of the NRA. There you go. Again, didn't need to put that on here, right? We've, we've seen a lot of these profiles. They can tell you what they're for or what they're not. <laughs> Love shooting bears. Uh-oh. Well, I am big, brown, and growl a lot, so Tony might shoot me. Applied ministry. I don't know what that is, but I like it. Oh, good. You read the Bible in college. You should be able to talk about the Bible. I don't remember the part of the Bible where, you know, Thou shalt shoot him up, but I don't know. Maybe he's like my old boss and needs a gun for his chicken coop. Maybe. We don't know. Uh, but I would love to talk to Tony about the Bible, so that's cool. Um, concrete. General Manager for Concrete. My goodness, you can bet that that guy's a shady contractor. Maybe. Let's see what he likes and what he cares about. I'm going to get to the house, and what am I going to waste my time on? Provides that on July 20, blah, 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 upon the retirement of state, who is not, blah, 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 shall request a badge. Wow. Of all of the things that you could do with your time in the house to make a difference in life, you care about the retention of keeping your badge uh, a law enforcement officer. Gotta have that badge, man. What else did I do of all that time? Why did I go around shooting all those fucking poor people if I couldn't keep my badge, dude? What? Class one misdemeanor to advertise marijuana. Nope. Vote Tony out. Tony's got to go. Tony's got to go. Get Tony out of here right now. Get this person out. Gone. Bye-byeville. He doesn't like pot, and he wants to shoot you. No. Bad news. Get him out. Nice. Tony. Sarah, terrible. Roxanne. You don't have to turn on the red light. Great show. Great outfit. So far, Roxanne wins for the best outfit we have seen on these things. Uh, been there not, 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 not a long time. Oh, Chesterfield. I bet Neil owns her. Uh-oh. Dwight Eisenhower walking around the putting green. Scary. Female. Good. White Methodist. Straight. Oh, she's an eye doctor. It's an optometrist. That is interesting. Uh, optometry, very cool. But again, optometrists, you know, they make a lot of money. You want to talk about specialty medicine, you know, since they don't have to do insurance a lot of times, they just get straight cash. A lot of money in optometry. Um, you don't have to do any real work, right? Like, you know, I got LASIK, I need an optometry. Did it change my life? Sure. But does an optometrist have to clean up toilets? No. Does an optometrist have to, to deal with customers and angry service people? No, does an optometrist have to deal um, with the fact that they might not be able to put food on the table? No. So, no, 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 sorry, no, Roxanne, we don't want people that have that eye doctor money running the show. But, great outfit. Uh, but no, that person's not going to be able to relate to you in a real way. So, I just want to point that out. You know, she got her, her, we don't know when... We don't know when she became an optometrist, but we know she got her, you know, BS in 78. She probably, 
I don't know, didn't get her... Is she a doctor? can't tell. Don't see a, an MD or anything there. I'm not sure. Either way, it's been... She's been an optometrist for a long time, so, you know, not a real job. Um, it's not a real job for a working person. And finally, last but not least, or maybe least, we don't know. We don't know anything about any of these people, um, and that's okay, you know? So we're here to learn. Uh, Tara Duran, 22, so relatively new. Uh, let's see how, she, how they describe themselves. She describes herself as a female Caucasian Catholic. St. Mary of the Immaculate. Well, they're not a Catholic church in Virginia Interfaith, so they probably are one of those Catholic churches that is not that good these days. Um, a lot of bad Catholic churches out there, really. Some bad Catholic churches. Uh, they they want to go around. You know, The only thing they care about is not the poor, and it's very sad. You know, They, they want to dehumanize women who get abortions, and they don't like the gays either. So probably not a good. If they're not in the Virginia Interfaith Center, they're probably not the Catholic Church that we like. Probably. Probably. A teacher, although I love a teacher. I love a teacher. I have a lot of respect for teachers. But a Roman Catholic. So let's see. if She really is a Catholic. Let's look at the legislation she supports. Because Catholics, you know, I don't know a lot about any other Christian religion. They don't have, they haven't been around like the Catholics. But the Catholics have doctrine. The Catholics have teaching. You can look up anything you want to know about what the Catholic Church teaches. And the internet will share it with you. So you're going to claim to be a Catholic. You have a heavy burden. So Oh, here we go. Evil, evil, wicked, wicked. This is not something that a Catholic could stand for. This is horrible. I'm going to read this. This basically says public school students self-identification as gender other than biological sex. Right? Here we go. Because, again, lawmakers, they don't write in sentences. They do a lot of run-on sentences. This is not a sentence, but a lot of commas. Requires any person licensed as an administrator, blah, 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 such that that student is self-identifying as a gender that is different than his, his biological sex to contact, as soon as practical, at least one of such student's parents to ask whether such parent is aware of the student's mental health state and if the parents talk to them. This is wicked. This is evil. We are going back. We're going to put this on the air. I'm sorry. You know, I tried to give this person a little credit because they're new and a female. But no, you, this legislation, Tara, is wicked. I don't know if you're wicked. You're not somebody that's practicing Catholicism. I don't give a shit what your priest tells you. If you are going around to children who wake up and they're like, hey, my body doesn't look like who I am. And you're saying that they're crazy. Look at me, girlfriend. We're going to go back into full mode here, Tara. Brown body. Boy parts. Not all. I'm, I am definitely, I'm, I am many things. Definitely a dude in a lot of ways, a lot of times, but definitely not. Not a brown guy. If you think I'm mentally ill, you're the one who is exhibiting mentally ill behavior. My gosh, that makes me super grumpy. Grumpy says, get this lady out of office now. She is here to attack your most vulnerable children. That is scary, and they've got to go. So, you know, Kim's right. Do go vote. Get this person out of office right now. Or the next time you can. Um, and anybody else that signed on to that terrible legislation. But again, this person is like, I'm proud of it. So uh, I want to thank you all again for joining me or not joining me. We had zero viewers as usual. 
for the morning show on the Labor Network. I hope that you enjoyed coming here to learn about what really is or is not news. I hope you like coming here and talking about the legislature. I do. Uh, it's been really informative for me to go through those 28 people. We've still got 112 more to do. Um, we're going to see what they care about, and we're going to see how dangerous or not they really are. Uh, but again, today's been really sad, right? We've gone through another 14, and i got to tell you, with the exception of maybe one or two, they're really bad news. So again, um, we'd love to hear from you. Look at our ticker below. We'd love to hear your story. But until then, we're going to share stories from the phony news of Richmond, the real news from good orgs, good labor orgs, and then we're going to look at the legislature. And then we're going to talk about vibration, you know, praying, vibrate, meditate, whatever you got to do to have the life you deserve. So get organized. If you want a life of health and wealth, if you want your children going to good schools like Cornell University or Penn where they're going to make a lot of money, uh, you know, take control of your life, get organized, form a union, join a union, let a union help you and your family take care of things in the backyard, under the roof, at the local level. Stop worshiping the law. Stop worshiping these politicians. You just saw uh, some of them want to bring a gun to church. One of them wants to make sure, you know, that your children feel as scared and uncomfortable as possible if they look in the mirror and they don't see what they're expecting to see, which happens to a lot of people like me. So um, uh, really sad, really scary, but also really funny to be here, too. So, again, thank you for tuning in live from Richmond, Virginia, capital of the Confederacy, and they are not ashamed of it. Grumpy Bear and I signing off for this morning. Have a great day. We'll see you again around, I don't know, 1230 to do some reading. <laughs>